Becky Jones and welcome to my podcast, Living Life Being Human, the number one podcast for anxiety, stress and mental health support. Don't forget to click subscribe to be notified of my latest podcast episodes. And if you get any value from this podcast, please support me by leaving a review. It really does help me out and it motivates me to keep making these podcasts. You can connect with me on social media at Jackie Jones Coaching, or you can subscribe to my YouTube channel to get weekly videos all around anxiety, stress and mental health. I really hope you enjoy this episode. Hi and welcome to this next podcast episode, um, which I'm going to put up on YouTube as well. If you're not already on my YouTube channel, then um, hop over to Jackie Jones Coaching, the more the merrier, and subscribe, because when I get enough subscribers, I can change the title of it, which at the moment is it's a load of gobbledygook. So feel free to do that. Also feel free to leave me a review over on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you happen to be listening to this podcast. Welcome to the next episode. And I've been doing a course, a six weeks course with my wonderful members over on Facebook. And it's all been about making a change. I talk about making a change an awful lot, pretty much every day with every client that I talk about. They are wanting to make a change of one form or another, whether that's to look at um, overwhelm or anxiety or overthinking or parenting or a relationship or communication or whatever it is. When we're looking at making a change, it means we want something to be different. It means that we're feeling a bit stuck and a bit immobilized and wading through treacle and all those wonderful metaphors that we can use for where we are today. But basically, we want to we want something to be different in our lives. So the six-week life lab course is all about that. It's all about hand-holding from the start to the finish, being, you know, my, my members being accountable, um, getting support from me as a fully qualified transactional analysis psychotherapist and coach, and also being part of a, a wonderful community of like-minded, supportive people. But I see everything I do around that, about me offering support, about me hand-holding, about me being accountable to my listeners or, or people that view my things on YouTube, as well as them being accountable to me, to put it out there to the universe, to me, in a group, in their atmosphere, whatever it is, just so that they're starting to look in a different direction. One of the things when we're struggling or suffering or feeling overwhelmed or overthinking or whatever label you want to put on it we're looking in the same direction and the the most important thing that we can start to do is to just look in a different direction and that can be a massive event for some people when we have that aha moment that actually I'm I'm stuck in a rut and I need to do something different and then start to open up that thought as to, okay, where am I now and where do I want to be? Because for me, that's the first thing. I always talk with all my clients about one of the first things when we want to make a change is being aware of where we are now and what it is that we're not liking about where we are now and how we're going to go about making that change. Because in order to make a change, we've got to do something different. And lack of clarity in what that is 
often creates delays in us taking action. So we know that something needs to change and we want to change something, but unless we kind of really hone in on what that is and, you know, have a strategy around it or whether you like goals or something, but when we have clarity, then we can start to look at what it is that we want to change. So I'm going to talk a little bit about that, a little bit about being stuck, feeling like we need to make a change, but not quite sure what that is. And how can we hone in on, on what we want to do? The first thing is a lot of our behavior is out of our awareness. A lot of our behavior is it's habitual. It's the same stuff that we do day in, day out. One of the things that a lot of clients say to me when I talk about thoughts create feelings and then we have a choice whether we act on it, particularly around anxiety or overthinking, um, those sort of things that, you know, nobody can actually see on the outside, but from the inside, it's like utter turmoil. It's like the Grand Canyon is opening up and we're going to fall down it and we don't know what to do. Is that it's it's out of our awareness, it's habitual. Often clients say to me, I wake up and I'm just anxious. And what they're missing out on often is that first thought when you open your eyes, do I feel anxious? That first thought when you open your eyes, is my heart racing? That first thought when you open your eyes, oh, another another day of feeling this same way. That can be enough to start the whole train of thoughts out of our awareness that it's just habitual stuff. How would it be if you just woke up and thought, what day is it today? Or if you just woke up and thought, I'm thirsty. It, it, all these thoughts are possible. They're, they're all possibilities. But often the first thought we have when we open up our eyes is usually connected to the last thought we had before we went to sleep, which might be, I hope today's a better day. I hope I don't feel the same way tomorrow as I do today. All those sorts of things that we don't really pay much attention to, it starts to be an everyday occurrence. So what I wanna give you permission to do or encourage you to do is to slow the thoughts down and to just notice. Notice the thoughts you're having before you go to bed. Are they positive thoughts? Are they sort of going to point you in the right direction for the following day you know set a goal I always have I've, I've got loads and loads of little pads I always have a pad and a piece of paper next to my bed if there's something that's playing on my mind that I'm concerned I might forget about or overlook for the following day I write it down and the first thing that I do when I get up in the morning is pick up my pad and have a look what I'd written down the day before that's how I start my day so one of the things that I should probably do I know should is a very parental thing to say but what I could probably do that would make my days better is to put an affirmation on that write something down that's positive you've got this go girl you know smash it out of the park whatever it is put that so that's the first thing that I'm going to you know, recognize and put into practice for the following day. So th those are just a, a few tips. So I'm going to talk a little bit about, you know, if, if you're feeling stuck, focusing on where are you now? And I don't mean that as in replay how bad your life is or, oh God, I can't believe that I'm in this situation again and I've got in the, it's not about focusing on the negatives. It's about being clear on, what it is that you want to change in this moment so it might be 
that you are, you know, you've got a big decision that you need to make. So be clear about what's stopping you from making it. What's the feelings connected with it? What are the thoughts that are connected with it? And start to do things in your awareness. Be really aware of what it is that you're thinking and what it is that you're feeling. Because once we get to grips with that, a lot of the feelings and thoughts that we have are amazing. A lot of the thoughts and feelings that we have are truly inspirational but unfortunately those aren't the ones that we tend to hang on to those are the ones that we just kind of go mm, interesting and let it go whereas if the thought that comes in is oh you've done this before what are people going to think about you I don't know what you can do about this we're just stuck it's the same stuff over and over nothing ever changes that's the stuff that we tend to focus on that's the stuff that we tend to hone in on because it feels like our very survival is dependent on doing something with those negative thoughts. You know, I know I talk about this constantly over and over and over again, and here it is again. Our thoughts create our feelings 100% of the time, but we get to choose what thoughts we give energy to. We get to choose what thoughts we bring to life. So if you're going to do it, pick on a good one. Pick on one that's going to serve you well. Pick on one that's going to give you clarity and you know, perspective for moving forward. Pick on one that you truly want to bring to life in a conscious way that's going to help you move towards what you want to do. You might call this stuff affirmation. You might call this stuff positive mindset. You might call this stuff positive thinking. It doesn't really matter what label you put on it, but it's about being in the here and now, being in our adult, you know, as a transactional analysis psychotherapist, takes a mouthful I always talk you know well I talk a lot about our ego states our parent our adult and our child our adult ego state is connected to everything to do with the presence everything to do with the here and now stuff it's information in and information out there's there's not a lot of you know emotion attached to that it's, it's very logical it's very practical it's the things that we need to do you know if we're in a crisis situation, being in our adult is the best place to be because we just get on and do stuff. If we're in our parents or our child, you know, potentially we're dragging our past into it. We're bringing the thoughts and feelings connected with a past event. The last time we did something similar, it's all going to come into our presence and that's not going to be helpful to us. Because, you know, if it didn't work out that well, there's going to be a lot of fear connected to it. There's going to be, you know, a lot of sadness connected to it. Whereas we want to be neutral. We want to be positive. We want to be in the here and now and just use that moving forward. So focus on what it is that you want to change. And if it's overthinking or anxiety or you want to change the way that you communicate with your children, anything anything like that, a relationship, look at what it is now that you specifically want to change, get some clarity on it. If it's that you've got, I don't know, a teenager in the house and you're finding that there's a lot of, you know, headbutting, there's a lot of um, negative energy in the house because you've got a teenager, which I need to say it's quite normal because teenagers are, you know, quite rightly up and down we've all been there and if you're listening to this and you're not a teenager anymore you've gone through that then you survived it and we all know that sometimes it feels pretty crappy but if your relationship with your children is at a place that you don't want it to be at, at the moment be specific about what that is 
the first thing I want to say is that we can't change anybody else. So when you're looking at what it is that you want to change, if you're coming up with things like, I just wish they'd stop doing that. I wish they'd change. I wish they'd just treat me better. I wish they wouldn't speak to me that way. I wish they would respect me more. That's not going to be helpful because we can't change anybody else. We can't change how anybody else interacts with us or communicates with us. What we can do is focus on ourselves focus on how their behavior impacts on us and whether that's acceptable or whether we want to choose to do something different. Often people change as a byproduct of when we change. You know, if we, it sounds a bit corny, but if we give ourselves self-worth and believe in our value and that we're worth more, then we tend not to allow other people to take advantage of us. So ultimately they will change their behavior basically because we won't stand for the shit anymore we're not going to put up with being treated in a certain way so inevitably they have to change their behavior if they want to communicate or have a relationship with us but we can't go into it hoping and praying that the other person is going to change we've got to look in inside ourselves at, at what we're going to change so so that's that's one of the the main things you know and if again we're talking about parenting and things what part do i play in it I believe that every relationship, we are 50% responsible for what happens, even if that's a negative relationship. I know with my children, it's my response or reaction to their behaviour or what they say that causes the communication to start. That's, that's what it is. So I inevitably need to take 50% responsibility for it. So what am I prepared to change? And it might be that I just start to be more proactive in the conversations that we have that I'm not going to buy into the negative things and even if that's physically withdrawing from a conversation you know not ignoring you know as, as a parent and an ex-foster carer ignoring certain behaviors when you go on these parenting courses and they say just ignore you know pick your battles ignore that sort of stuff I agree with picking your battles 100% but it takes so much energy to ignore something. And in order to ignore something, we've got to recognise what it is that we're trying to ignore, which means that we're bringing it into the forefront of our consciousness and our imagination anyway. So it's a bit, it's a bit backwards trying to do something. In order to ignore a big pink elephant, I've got to think about a big pink elephant so that I know what it is I'm going to ignore. So it's just a waste of energy. So, you know, actively and consciously choose to do something different. If you're not going to buy into negative behavior, then you need to buy into positive behavior and create the, the atmosphere and the environment for that to happen. So it's not about, you know, ignoring certain behavior. The behavior is not going to go away, but it's about you picking and choosing which bits you're going to give energy to. I'm one of those parents that, you know, yes, I do nag. If you speak to my son, they will both tell you, you just go on and on and on, mum. I do. I'm not perfect. Far from it. But when I start to focus on the positive stuff, when I start to focus on the good things that my kids do, they're going to do more of it. As human beings, that's what we do. We're, we're constantly looking for strokes and recognition. And, you know, if it's a negative stroke, then we'll take it because any stroke is better than no stroke. But we're much more likely to adapt different behaviour if we're getting recognition and positive recognition for doing that. 
and it's the same for me you know when, when I'm doing something then I want positive recognition for it we all do we all like a pat on the back a, a typical example of this I I I don't show up that much on social media I I know I've got a bit of a block about you know being center stage with things it might sound silly because I'm doing a podcast and doing a recording at the same time but I do find it quite difficult so I get stuck in my own head some of the time so I was went in the kitchen and I was saying I've 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 just done this. I've put some, you know, YouTube stuff up there and I'm doing this. And straight away, one of my sons came back and said, oh, you need to do that. You need to do this. You need to do the other. And I felt like saying, bog off. Just give me some credit for the stuff that I have done and not put more in my list because my to-do list is getting longer instead of, yes, well done, cross it off. It's just, just getting longer and longer. And as I sat there feeling a little bit, overwhelmed and sorry for myself or wanting to have words it suddenly dawned on me that often that's how I speak to my kids as well do you know what I mean if they come down and say oh I've, I've just tidied up my bedroom a bit I will then say did you put your clothes away have you picked up that rubbish there was loads of crap on your side can you bring that down yada 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 how difficult would it be for me to just say well done thanks a lot for putting the effort in that's brilliant saved me a job that's it. Don't need to say anything more. All I'm doing is praising them for the stuff that they've done. And one of the things that we can start to do more of is that notice when we're being negative with ourselves. Notice when we're being positive and giving ourselves permission to do certain things in our head. And also notice when we're taking rewards away or when we're starting to be punitive and, and you know, criticizing or penalizing ourselves you know, particularly around mental health or physical health, you know, I'll do this when I've done that. And if I don't do it, then I don't deserve it. And making up these scenarios in our head that, you know, I need to get down to this weight and then I can do this. I need to achieve this and then I can do that because all we're doing is putting blocks in our own way. How about just doing it anyway? How about just deciding to make a change and doing it? How about just looking in a different direction and seeing what comes up for us? So I wanted to just touch a little bit on that. Over the next probably, I don't know, four, five, six weeks maybe, I'm going to be talking at length about making a change and living life all in and going through you know, the process that I go through with a lot of my clients or on the Life Lab course about you know, what changes we want to make and how we're going to do it. So for the first step, it's always about where are you now and what is your focus on? So from now until the next podcast, why not just take a little bit of time looking at what it is that you want to change? No holes barred. Don't put limits on yourself. You know, whatever it is, it doesn't matter how big or how small, but really get some clarity on what it is that you want to change. If you've got something coming up in the very near future and you want to focus on that, then that's absolutely fine. If it's more of a general thing, I want to be happier, then hone in on it. What is it that you need in order to be happy? And when will you know when you've got it? What's the one thing that you can, you know, really hone in on that is going to make you happy? Is it going to be more free time? Is it going to be a holiday is it going to be more money in your bank is it going to be having a nicer environment to sit in is it going to be 
looking at your sleep patterns what is it that is going to give you more happiness we can't be happy 24 7 but we can certainly you know do things to make us happier than what we are now but what's that going to take for you because vague statements don't really help us our brain can't comprehend what makes us happy and what makes us sad because it's it's a vast world out there and lots of things do that so hone in on it get specific get some clarity because when we've got clarity then we can get some action steps in place and we can do something um like i said lack of clarity creates a delay in taking an action and that's the opposite of what we want to be doing right now i just want to say you know what what would you do if, if you didn't take action today or in this next week how would you feel this time next year if you were still playing out the same scenarios if you were still in the same situation i'd hazard a guess you'd be pretty peeved with yourself um so yeah take action now get some clarity on where you are now and what you want to change and join me for the next podcast this time next week um and we can move on to the next step which is probably going to be looking at something around you know limiting beliefs a bit about life scripts um and looking at where you want to be what's that going to look like for you take care and enjoy the rest of your week speak soon hey thanks for listening to this episode of the living life being human podcast please follow on apple Podcasts and leave me a review and if you got value from this episode please share it so that others can get value from it too you can connect with me on facebook instagram and youtube at jackie jones coaching or you can visit my website jackiejones.co.uk and click on the free resources tab at the top of the page for all my free and paid support thanks for listening